0: Let us pray. God of wind and spirit, God of fire and flame, God of love and challenge, of beauty and brokenness, come into our hearts in the moments ahead and open us to hear your word as it comes to us this day, amen. Our scripture translation this week comes from a women's lectionary for the whole church Translated by the Reverend Dr. Will Gaffney. Hear first these words from Psalm 130. I wait for the womb of creation. My soul waits, and in her word I hope. My soul keeps watch for the creator, more than those who watch for the morning, more than those who watch for the morning. Israel, hope in the mother of creation, for with the creator of all there is faithful love. And with her is abundant redemption. It is she who will redeem Israel from all their iniquities. And from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus sent them. And when they saw him, they bowed down, worshiping him. But some doubted. Then Jesus came to them, saying, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. Now look, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Good morning. Today is Trinity Sunday. On this Sunday, we proclaim the mystery of our faith in the Triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit one in three and three in one. We aren't celebrating an event on the liturgical calendar like Christmas or Easter or Pentecost. Trinity Sunday centers on a doctrine of the church. It celebrates the unfathomable mystery of God's being as Holy Trinity. It is a day of adoration and praise of the one eternal, incomprehensible God. If you are wondering, the concept of the Trinity is not scriptural, meaning there is no explicit Trinitarian doctrine found in the Bible. But the doctrine is biblical. The Christian faith affirms that the work of all three persons of the Trinity is essential to our relationship with God. We believe that the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and the sanctifying and healing work of the Holy Spirit are necessary for us to be reconciled to God. And it is the one and same God who created us, who saves us, and who continues to live with us. To lose this vocabulary of the Trinity is to miss out on a full understanding of who God is. I want to share a story with you when I was in middle school, I loved to go to the beach and watch the sunrise. My dad, who was an early riser too, would drive me east in those pre-dawn hours. Sometimes we would sit in the car, but usually I'd walk down to the water and sit on my towel and watch the sky move from midnight blue to a soft gray. Shades of pink and orange would slowly fill the sky. The horizon would glow, the bright yellow sun would peep over the edge, and then suddenly pop up over the horizon. From pink and orange, the sky would change to shades of blue as the sun rose into the sky. I would stand in the water or sit in the soft sand and think about how the sunrise reminded me of God. At the time, I was wrestling with doctrines in my family's conservative South Florida church. You see, I had just learned that because I was a girl, I was not able to become a pastor. It wasn't so much that I wanted to be a pastor, but the mere fact that I was unencumbered by the Y chromosome made me ineligible. This made no sense to me because I knew God made me in his image. And if Jesus trusted women enough to instruct them to go and tell the disciples about the resurrection, surely I could be trusted to do the same. It was the Holy Spirit, after all, who led me to think about serving God in the church. I believed God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Was leading me. Sitting in those pre-dawn hours, watching the sky changed, show me that God's creation existed in many shades, more than the binary opposites of darkness and light. Maybe, I thought, I could think of the Trinity that way. I understood that God existed in three persons. I also understood that God was God and not the Son and not the Spirit. And the oneness of the three Were there in-between spaces? And if there were, what filled in between those spaces? If God was found in the shades of the sunrise, what filled the spaces between God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit? Could that be God as mother, God as daughter, and God the Holy Spirit, she? Gendered questions at the time were frowned upon. Nevertheless, my 12-year-old self asked them anyway. Since those days, the Trinity and Trinity Sunday have held a very special place for me. As someone who always liked to know the answer, it was really freeing to imagine and be willing to believe that God is more, more than we can imagine, and love the thought that God Was and is a mystery. Author and public speaker Anne Lamont writes I didn't need to understand the hypostatic union of the Trinity. I just needed to turn my life over to whoever came up with the redwood trees. And long before Anne, I wanted to turn my life over to the one who made the sunrise. Like my 12 year old self, we are asked to wrestle with what the Trinity means. Honestly, it's not an important day for everyone, and sometimes I think it's a day that some people wouldn't mind skipping entirely. I have biblical scholar friends that I respect immensely who don't believe in the Trinity. After all, the explanations we use to try to explain the Trinity are actual heresies. When the church was trying to understand how Jesus saves us and how Jesus was God and not God, it was a really important idea. The Trinity is a great mystery of our faith, and to reduce the mystery to an analogy of an egg, you know, yolk, white, and shell, or water, ice, liquid, and steam feels rather simplistic, but on the other hand, spouting lofty doctrine and throwing around hypostatic union of God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit doesn't feel helpful either and can get boring pretty quickly. I find meaning and comfort in the mystery. I believe Trinity Sunday may be as important as Christmas or Easter or Pentecost, and I believe we need to tell it with boldness and clarity. This Trinity Sunday, I proclaim the truth that the God we worship is, in fact, the Triune God, three in one, a God of reciprocity and relationship, expansiveness and welcome, very much at work in the world, creating, redeeming, and sustaining, and still speaking in the Church today. In his book, The Triune God, William Placker writes, In the incarnation, the three show that there is always within God a space large enough for the whole world. Jesus' distance from the one he calls Father is so great that no one falls outside of it, and the Spirit fills those space with love. The Spirit maintains the space that Christ opens up at our disposal as a new open space. Those words bring comfort to me. In my imagination, I see Jesus' arms spanning the distance between himself and the Father, with a spirit, she, fluttering over, around, and through that space and filling it with love, an open, love-filled space. Everyone is represented, and every shade of the sunrise is held and loved by God. And because it is Pride Month, I want to say out loud that every gender identity, every person recognized by the colors of any Pride flag is held and loved by God. As we proclaim the truth of our Triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I want our LGBTQIA siblings to hear that if the Church has failed you, it is our lack of understanding of the Triune God and the open, love-filled space between the three which is so great that no one falls outside of it. I want our siblings to feel welcomed and affirmed because I believe that we are to be in relationship with each other, a relationship as deep as the Trinity is interconnected and indivisible. No one falls outside of the space the Spirit fills with love. In today's reading, we hear the first Trinitarian language from the Gospel of Matthew, when Jesus tells us to go and make disciples, baptizing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus gives us the Great Commission. The risen Christ tells the eleven to go to all nations. The instruction to go is expansive and unlimited. Some translations say go and make disciples of people not like you. Go to people not like you everywhere. No one is left out. Jesus is with us always and to the end of the age. More expansion, more open, love-filled space where we can do the work of the triune God, space big enough to include and embrace the entire world. Today, as we remember and celebrate the relationship between Jesus and his Father God, who sent him into this world, we can remember the many names of God. Jesus invites us to. Throughout the Gospels, we hear Jesus speak of God by many names. The farmer who plants the mustard seed. The baker who needs yeast into her loaf of bread. The shepherd who leaves the 99 sheep to find the one lost sheep. The woman who sweeps her house looking for the precious lost coin. The church settled on one way of naming God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, even when the Hebrew Bible includes many more ways of naming God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is also the God of Sarah, Rebekah, and Rachel. God is expansive. Eloheinu-ehad. Our God is one. God is also two, incarnate and incorporeal. And God is three and even seven. The seven spirits of God found in Revelation. God is beyond numbers. God is many. And God is beyond description. God is not bound by our limitations. God is beyond names. But today is Trinity Sunday, and so we will name God in threes. The Reverend Dr. Will Gaffney, Hebrew scholar and womanist theologian, offers these expansive names for God in her translations. Maybe some will ring true for you. Author, word, and translator. Sovereign, savior, and shelter. Majesty, mercy, and mystery. Creator, Christ, and compassion. Parent. Partner and friend, earth maker, pain bearer, and life giver, holy incarnate majesty, holy incarnate word, holy abiding spirit, creator, redeemer, sustainer, God who brings us to life, calls us to freedom and moves between us with love. The God of Isaiah, the God of Jesus, and our God. How do you name God? These are some of mine favorites. Ancient of days, womb of creation, holy one of old, God who saves, source of life, She who speaks life. We also hear mother, father, righteous judge, peace, light, salvation, strength and shield, devouring fire, and abiding presence. However we name God, God is beyond our attempts to name or number the one eternal incomprehensible God We are like the eleven disciples. We have been sent. We have been commissioned. Go, Jesus said. We have been commissioned to tell the story of the God who loves us and commands us to love one another. Go and proclaim and live the expansive nature of God whose love-filled spaces include and embrace the entire world. Amen.